All right, week nine. It's the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast with, of course, TJ Hushmanzada, the former All-Pro wide receiver. Yours truly, the Rob Parker man, the uh, uh, former sports writer, writer, analyst, whatever you want to call me, whatever. But uh, TJ, how you doing? Week nine is upon us. Can't wait. Yeah, man, it, when you said week nine, it's kind of crazy. It doesn't seem like we've done that many or it's been nine weeks. But uh, yeah, let's go, man. Keep it rolling. Let's do it. A lot of good stuff to talk about before we get into our picks, how we did last week, our picks and our par- the, uh, parlay for this week coming up. But let's start with the Packers at the 49ers. And the Packers, uh, you know, lost to Minnesota. It was a weird game. You know, you know, Aaron Jones didn't play again. Uh, that's two games that he didn't play. And basically, it wasn't uh, anything that Kirk Cousins did. They ran the ball. Dalvin Cook ran all over them, basically, and controlled the clock, kept the possessions away from them, and was able to beat Green Bay in the game at home, which was surprising. What did you make of Green Bay in that game? It was what you said. It was very surprising. The way they've been playing all year and they get killed by the Bucks. And you say, okay, that's just a blip. They'll, they'll, they'll start firing again. And then when you play a Vikings team that has not played well, can't really do anything with the exception of running the ball. And you know that's what they're going to do with Dalvin Cook missing games and now he's coming back. And they still ran the ball and they need to figure this out because their season ended last year against the same team that they play tomorrow because they could not run the ball. And so if they don't figure out, I mean, because they couldn't stop the run. Right, they right. They couldn't stop the run. They got run over in the NFC Championship game. If they don't figure this out defensively, um, it's not going to go well because right now that looks to be their kryptonite. They they aren't able to stop the run. And Dalvin Cook and the Minnesota Vikings showed that. And, yeah, Green Bay needs to figure that out real fast. Yeah, there was talk that maybe Lazar, the, the, the receiver, had that breakout game against the Saints, might be back. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, is Aaron Jones going to be back? We're not sure. But that's a big piece of their offense as well. But I know offense isn't like their it. problem. That offense, no, right. off, that's not I, a problem. It's defensively. Unless uh, Lazard is going to gain 200 pounds and go play D-tackle or gain 40 and go play linebacker, it doesn't no, matter. I don't, I don't disagree with them being able to stop the run. The only thing I will say was without a running game, though, you, you can't control the game like the clock. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just basically Aaron Rodgers having to throw all the time. You, you know what I mean? Without being able to establish. And I know he had three touchdowns and no picks. But it just didn't seem like the same game without Aaron Jones. Would, would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. The the threat of them running the ball is not the same. The way Aaron Jones is able to find holes and, and break big runs or just, just get four or five yards on first down. Now you're in second and short. You open your entire playbook. But this run defense, it, it's not a coincidence, man, that – they lose last year in the playoffs to San Francisco. And it got so bad where it was like Shanahan probably was sitting here thinking like, are they really not going to adjust to this? Like, am I really only going to have to throw the ball this few times? Oh, wow. They're still not adjusting. Thanks, Mike Pettin. 
he needs to figure this out because right now he's the weak link on this team. And if he doesn't figure it out, they they play the Niners. What do you think the Niners are going to do? Jimmy G isn't playing. Kittle isn't playing. Debo Samuel isn't playing. It's obvious what they're going to do. If they can't stop the run uh, this Thursday, their season looks to start going downhill. Right. That would be another loss, and they would be 5-3 and three through 8. If they win this game 6-2, and two, they would be in great position, right, to go 12-4. and four. Uh, Yes. So they would be right there. But you're right. They have to stop the run. How about uh, A.B. Antonio Brown on the roster and ready to make his debut on uh, Sunday with the Bucks? And how do you think that's going to play out? I know he said he's grateful for a second chance. This feels like four or five chances, but I get what he was saying. How do you think this will play out with uh, with the Bucks? This is going to be interesting. Now, if Chris Godwin does not play, and I'm going to assume if I'm the Bucks, I'm not rushing him back with a broken finger. I'll let him sit one more game. And so this week should work out well for AB because you're going to have Mike Evans. You're going to have AB. Who they going to double? I would assume they're going to put Marshawn Lattimore talking to Saints call Mike Evans, and see if A.B. is still the A.B. of old. And if he is, it's a problem for the Saints. It's going to be a huge problem. Do you play a a two-safety shell and hope the front seven can stop the run? Um, Do you bring a safety down in a box to stop the run, and now it's the pass? And and so I expect him to play well. Um, I believe Brady will look to get him involved early just to – pacify him so to speak that he gets the ball early because Bruce Arians have said he won't play the entire game but I can see him playing 30 35 snaps and I'm a guess out of those 35 snaps 25 are going to be pass plays and so he'll have his opportunities how about this as a receiver you were a receiver in the NFL they they, they you know everybody talked about the young talent in Tampa Bay and now they go out and get a B that means less to feed off for other people there's got to be a couple guys in there going, oh, okay, so now we're not good enough. Could there be a problem there where other guys feel slighted now that they brought an A.B. or not? Would God win out? No. Because... Say, okay, so say when he comes back, could it could that be a problem? Yes, it can be a problem. Okay. And it will be a problem, but I believe that Bruce Arians, he's going to handle it the right way. But it's really the guy pulling the trigger in Brady. He he knows how this works. If you get a guy the ball early or you attempt to get him the ball early, um, at least he knows he, he, you're trying. But that can get really, really tricky with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, A.B., Grunk. That's just in the passing game. Those guys are going to want their touches, and especially guys like Ed, Mike Evans and Godwin because in years past, they've gotten – so many looks and targets that when they're not getting it, now it's going to AB, it's going to be a problem. But I, I'm almost certain that uh, AB is going to be on his best behavior because this is it for him. If he if he's not, this will be the last time we see him in the league. People said that when he got released by the Raiders. I remember Twitter, he'll never play again. He's done in the NFL. And then the Patriots signed him. I didn't believe that. I wasn't one, I wasn't I one of those guys. I, I was like that. He's too talented for somebody else not to give him a chance. And and this is the same exact thing. Until he goes out there, TJ, and can't play, there's going to be somebody because 
he probably he had like six of the greatest years receiving the football in NFL history. I mean, that's how am I right? His numbers were through the roof. Yeah, it, it was to the point where people were starting to put him in the same breath as the best receivers to ever play. He was on that trajectory. And that's why I truly believe that uh, he has to know, like, <laughs> I got to go in there and be a good soldier. I, I can't. I got to be a good teammate. Um, if I get the ball, great. If I don't um, and we win the game, it's fine. If we lose the game, I might be disappointed, but I can't show it. I better not show right. it. I better not even have body language. And so I'm sure he's kind of gone, gone over these things in his head. Um, but when you're out there playing, sometimes emotion takes over and that passion kind of gets the best of you. So he, he's going to have to harness that and make sure that that's not the case. All right, TJ. So I want you to, I'm going to say something and then I want you to tell me either I'm Meshuggah or I'm not Meshuggah, which is uh, crazy for Yiddish in case you didn't know Meshuggah. Uh, so I'm going to say the Steelers aren't as good as their 7-0 and record indicates. And I'm going to say that. Am I Meshuggah or am I, uh, am, am I not Meshuggah? You crazy. So is that a Shuggah? That's Meshuggah. Yeah, Meshuggah. Yes, yeah. I'm Meshuggah. You, you, you crazy. All right. Here's the reason why I got an issue. And I get it. You got to play the schedule. You got to play who's in front of you. But let me look at that. Let me tell you who they beat. The New York football giants. The Denver Broncos. The Houston Texans. They beat Philadelphia, Cleveland, Tennessee, and they beat Baltimore. And that's the game where everybody said, oh, they're legit. But they got four turnovers in order to win that game. They were not going to win that game without the help of Lamar Jackson, right? Like, like that is the reason why they won that game. And when I start looking at even Ben, I know they have a good defense, but Ben Roethlisberger, not that impressive. He's on the last couple of games, 182 yards against Baltimore. He had 162 against Cleveland, um, 237 against Houston, 229 against the Giants. I mean, not, nothing eye-popping, one game of over 300 yards. I think now they're a good defense. I'm giving you that. But, TJ, I think their record is a little inflated. I don't think they're as good as advertised. The Steelers are a good team, and they're a good team because defensively, and I defensively, they're that defense is going to keep the offense in every game. And do I believe they're a better team than the Baltimore Ravens? I do not. They just beat the Ravens, but next time they play, Lamar's not. They're not going to. The Ravens won't have four turnovers. They won't turn right. the ball over four What's times. What's the chance and of that happening? They still had a chance to win the game at the end if on that completion. The ref gives them the, I believe it was 11 extra seconds that they deserved. They probably get two more plays after that. And they don't have to go in the end zone on that last play to Willie Sneed. And so it's going to be a, see, this is the thing about the NFL and just sports in general. The way the Steelers have played early on, they are full of confidence. So it doesn't matter um, what we think or what other people think that are outside of that locker room. They are full of confidence because they've played so well. They're the only undefeated team left in the league. And that confidence and that self-belief goes a long way because it does not matter how the game is going. They're still going to feel we have a chance to win because of that 
we're undefeated. We're in essence to them, they're the best team in the league in their eyes. Yeah, but the only problem is if you look at that Tennessee game, they gave up a big lead. That defense, they were up big. They gave it up. They gave up the almost gave it up uh totally. And then it was a missed field goal, a very makeable field goal that should have tied the game and gone into overtime. And I get it, they missed it. Okay, let me and ask then you they this. Get the, so I'm just saying the last two games, they've been very, very fortunate. That's you, all I'm saying. Just that and I agree with you. Because I believe the next game, Baltimore will beat them. If you talk to AFC, who, who are the best three teams in the AFC? Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, uh, Pittsburgh would be, what, five and two? I mean, I, I guess I'd have to look at them and, and think of them. And let me see, who am I thinking? Else the only the teams AFC. you could say, the, the best three teams in my eyes would have to be Kansas City, Baltimore, Chiefs. Pittsburgh. Right, right. Those are, the, those are the best yeah. three teams. And if you want to throw the Buffalo Bills in there as being the fourth best team, and so not being they, pretty good, that's okay. Like, if, if you can be one of the top two or three teams in your conference, you're a really good team, and you're going to be there at the end. No, I get I get it. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing them winning because it, it's – I always say sports has a short menu. It's wins and losses. There's really nothing else, okay? But I, I agree with – they were able to get an early schedule that benefited them. And they took advantage of that. And now they feel like they can't be beat. We're knocking everybody out. So every time I get in the ring, I feel I'm going to get a knockout. And until somebody proves otherwise, I'm going to continue to feel that way. All right. Now let's bring in our producer, Martin Weiss, to tell us how well or how poorly you did, TJ. We could uh, talk Oh, man. Hey, your, your word. What was it? Uh, that word again? The crazy word? Oh, Meshuggah. Yeah, that's how bad. It, that's that's what I did this week. Meshuggah. That's it was, me. It was Meshuggah. You were crazy. <laughs> Before we get into last week, though, I want to ask a question. Where do the Colts rank in the ranking of the teams of the best in the in the AFC? Um, they'll probably the Colts uh, DVOA the top five both sides. No, but, I'm just trying to figure but, out where you got that. Man, the Colts were losing 24 four. to z- the Colts were losing 24-0 to the Bengals, bro. 24 no. to zero. Come on, they man. They would be in the top four. They would be number four in the AFC. No, they'd probably be four or five, just, depending on who you want, the Bills or the Colts. I just want to ask before you know this game happens this weekend, where you had the Colts, where you had the Ravens with the cream of the crop, wants to know where the Colts were. That's all. Now we can get back into last week. The same Colts, the aforementioned Colts, led by Philip Rivers, beat the Detroit Lions forty-one to twenty-one. You guys both had the Colts minus two and a half, so that was easy. That was money. easy, TJ, wasn't easy. it? It was easy. Man, that was easy. You both took the over 50, which wasn't quite as easy, but 62 is way over 50. So that was over. It was over. Yes. Raiders and the Browns. Raiders won 16 to 6. You guys both had the Raiders as the dogs winning outright. Go for good for both of you. Yes. The The total was 24, which was way under 51, which you guys both thought it would go over. That win killed it. Yeah, I got to start looking at this weather late in the season. Yes, and you know what? Yeah, bad weather does matter. That wind, that wind on that wind on Sunday completely shot any shot that you guys had hit at hitting that. You guys both liked Aaron Rodgers and the Packers Boo-boo. giving points. They blew it to the Vikings, twenty-eight to twenty-two. Had a total of fifty. 
Um, and then you guys had Steelers Ravens, as you just said, Lamar Jackson pretty much gave the game away. You guys were both on Steelers minus, I mean, both on Ravens, sorry, minus three and a half. Steelers obviously win that game. Four, by four. Four, four turnovers. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't win, TJ, in this league with four turnovers. I don't care how good you are. It shows how good the Ravens are where that was a one possession game and came down to the last drive. Yep. And any game that has four turnovers is probably not going to hit the under. You guys both like the under. It was 46. The total was 52. And then finally, Saints-Bears, and it's a, a classic matchup of two teams whose records are just not indicative of how they are, as it feels like. <laughs> but the Saints get the win, and don't get the cover overtime. in overtime. Nick Foles has got to be the least inspiring quarterback in NFL football. And neither one of your parlays hit because, well, TJ, you lost both legs of yours with Packers yeah. and Ravens. And Rob, you only hit one leg of yours with the Colts because the other leg you had was the Packers. And that wraps up that week. Rob, TJ, before y'all get started picking next week's games, now, I promise FanDuel didn't put me in charge of the sports book for a day. But these new same-game parlays are something I definitely would have come up with. So thank you, FanDuel, for this gambling gift. There's so many different combinations you can play. Player props, point totals, money lines. I'm hyped just thinking about it. And the best part, FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you can bet a different parlay risk-free every NFL week all season long. Yo, it's free money. It's, it's free money. So I'm taking my $10 this week. And I'm putting it on the Pittsburgh Steelers minus 13 and a half parlayed with over 41 and a half. That's sitting right now at plus 229 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Listen, the Cowboys are the worst team in football, not named the New York Jets. And they got a worse quarterback than the Jets. I get it. That 13 and a half is a lot of points to swallow, but it's happening. Steelers win this game. They score at least 30 points. Cowboys kick three field goals. You hit the over. And everybody calls you a genius. Trust me. Go bet it. And if you don't trust me, go bet it anyway. Because you get 10 bucks back if we don't win. And guess what? We're doing this all season long. And this is the only place, FanDuel, the only sports book where you can place these same game parlays. So listen up if you don't already have an account. Just sign up with promo code LP3 so they know we sent you. And if you already have an account, you're good to go. Same game parlays, risk-free, all season long, only on FanDuel Sportsbook. And don't forget promo code LP3. Now you know better, so go do better. All right, TJ, let's do it. This week, we're going to start with the Ravens minus one and a half at the Colts. Who you like in this game and why? Oh, man. I, I, li I like the Ravens to bounce back. I'm I'm really surprised that it's uh, only a point and a half considering the way they just lost to the Steelers. And, and history has shown John Harbaugh and the Ravens, they don't they normally don't lose back-to-back -back games. They normally bounce back. Um, going to the Dome, you're going to have good weather, no crowd noise. Yeah, the Colts are uh, – one of the better defensive teams in the league, top five to be exact. But I, I just like Lamar. I think they're going to bounce back. He's going. He he's not. They're not going to turn the ball over four times. A point and a half. I have to take the Ravens. I believe they're one of the better teams in the league, and they'll show it. That I'm going to take the Ravens as well. You know, more, normally a team gets 
right, at home is a three-point favorite. So it tells you right there that they believe the Colts can go to, and that for them to be a, right, a road favorite. So I, I, I just think they bounce back. Lamar doesn't turn the ball over. He has something to prove. People are now talking about they'd rather take Kyler Murray over him if you were building a team. I mean, like, like, are, are we? This guy was unanimous MVP a year ago, and they're already talking about taking other guys. TJ, I, I think it's so disrespectful and ridiculous. So I think he bounces back, plays uh, way better than he did uh, this past week. I'm with you. Right. I'm with you on that. Yep. Game number two. Let's look at the Bears plus six and a half at the Titans. Obviously, the Titans coming off that embarrassing loss. I'm sorry, TJ, to the Bengals. And they I'm were sorry, out of that Cincinnati. Game. They were I'm, out of it. Yeah, it wasn't close. It wasn't. It was, where are you? That that game was it was a surprise because the Titans, at least we thought, were one of the better teams in the AFC. And when you look at the Titans, They've they've won a lot of close games. They went back and forth with the Houston Texans. Could have lost that game. The Houston Texans have one win. And, and so, but the Bears are not a good team that has a good record. I'm wondering why they haven't gone back to Mitchell Trubisky. And I'm sure everybody's like, why? But now he he's hurt undefeated. now. They say he, he got a shoulder he, issue. Well, I bet That's if he was going to be named a starter, that shoulder would miraculously heal. And so I, I hear you. I hear th- you. This, th- this is a tough game for me because the Bears are good defensively, but the Titans have shown me more. They they can win in more ways than one. They can win running the ball. They can throw the ball. Um, Six and a half is more points that I would like to give up, but I believe the Titans are the much better team, and I don't think it's close. And if the game is close, I trust them to win at least by a touchdown. Um, they are playing at home. And Vrabel and that team, they're not going to take kindly to the way the Bengals kind of handled them. They're going to make adjustments. And, yeah, I like the Titans to win this, even though I'm giving away six and a half. I, I like the Titans to bounce back and win two. Uh, they've lost, what, two in a row now, right? So they'll win the game. But I don't know. I, 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 six and a half, I'm, I'm afraid of the six and a half. I think the Bears can make it a closer game. Uh, the Titans just haven't played good enough. They were down big against the Eagles. Well, I'm not the Eagles. Uh, big against Pittsburgh. The Bengals. And big against the Bengals. Remember, both of those games, big the last two weeks. So then if they get behind, they might come back to win, but it ain't going to be by a touchdown. I'm going to take the Bears plus six and a half only because I don't like where the Titans are trending which is falling behind early and having to fight their way back. I think they might, you know, win. I believe they will win, but not by six and a half. I don't think they'll cover that. Uh, Steelers, minus 13 and a half against the Cowboys. Who are the Cowboys starting? What do you can tell me about the, the quarterback? Cooper Rush, Central Michigan's finest, I believe. Um, or Garrett Gilbert. Um think he started at Texas and transferred to SMU, if I'm not mistaken. If I if I got that, that's pretty damn good on my part. But I believe that, that either, is good if you got that, because I'd have no what, idea. Uh one of those one of those two will start. I believe it will be Cooper Rush. And with that being said, <laughs> the Cowboys game plan, I can go coach the Steelers defense right now. 
we're going to stop the run. We're going to force them to throw the ball because they don't want to throw. They're going to throw screens. They're going to do a lot of misdirection. They're going to run slants. They're going to try to get the ball out quick. That's what the Cowboys are going to do on offense because that's all they can do. I believe that's all they're going to trust with these quarterbacks to do. Misdirection, screen play, Zeke. Um, the Steelers know that as well. And so <laughs> I, I I don't like giving up 13 and a half points, but I actually think the Steelers are probably going to beat them by three touchdowns. I'm going with the Cowboys plus 13 and a half. We saw it even with the, the hapless New York football giants and Tampa Bay. Everybody thought that would be a runaway game, right? And, and mm-hmm. I keep seeing these scores and keep looking at it. And you're right. They're not going to do much pit up the Cowboys. And they've had terrible games. But I just feel like the Steelers have been, you know, being fortunate with the turnovers which they won't probably get from the Cowboys because they'll be conservative. And Ezekiel Elliott is due to bust out and get some. What? Some, some, yes. I, even against if Pittsburgh. Even against there's Pittsburgh. There's no way Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers defense let Zeke do anything. They know. That's all they have no, right I, now. I, they, I get that, it. That's it. I, that's I it. get it. He needs to break a couple to open it up. I'm just saying you're going to have to try to run him. It can't be about the quarterback just dropping back and throwing Man, the ball. They are going to right zone. Or? They are going to zone blitz the mess I, out of the, that offensive line quarterback. Not gonna know what's happening. Guys gonna be coming free. They might not want to turn the ball over, but they will. That that's a promise. That defense is gonna confuse a young quarterback. That's for certain. I'm I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna take the thirteen and a half. I just I, it's a lot of points. I didn't think the Giants could could even muster anything. I was shocked by that game. The Giants, if it wasn't for that pickup of a flag, had a chance to win to actually win that game against Tampa Bay. But the Giants have been competitive with everybody they've played all year. They just give it away at the end. At some point, the Cowboys got to turn in a decent performance. They've been so what? awful. How you you have you have a third or fourth string quarterback playing? You got guys that weren't even on their opening day roster playing. Like you can't you can't you can. Let's bet. We got to get a side bet here. Let's get a oh, side for bet. Oh, sh- for sure. That's that's easy right there. There's no way the Steelers don't. The Steelers are going to sit them down and sit them down early. All right, let's do that. We're going to get wings on that one, me and you. All right, Packers minus seven uh, at the 49ers. This obviously isn't this, the team that beat them in the NFC Championship game. It's got a lot of injuries. Packers might get Lazar back. They, they might get... Aaron Jones back. Uh, that's a question mark. But what do you think on this game? And, of course, the Packers are coming off a loss. This game is uh, intriguing to me because Kyle Shanahan is such a good play caller. I'm talking about misdirection with the Cowboys. The, the 49ers, they're going to give them so many jet sweeps and uh, – jet motions and just guys are going to have to be disciplined. You're going to have to have great eyes. I'm talking to Green Bay Packers defense because Kyle Shanahan is going to try to test their discipline on defense. That's the only chance they have. They they don't have any weapons playing aside from Ayuk that they that I think they feel comfortable with. Kendrick Bourne is out with the coronavirus. Debo Samuel's out. Kittle's out. Mostert's out. Tevin Coleman's out. Like, who do they have? And the backup quarterback is playing. And so I just think so highly of Shanahan. 
but I cannot go against Aaron. Like if they cannot win this game by at least 10 points, the Packers are not Super Bowl contenders. This this 49er team is as decimated as can be. They should the Packers should win this by double digits. I'm with you. This is one of those games you come out, you punch them in the mouth right away. And remember, when the Packers went to Tampa Bay, they were up 10-0 before they started turning the ball over. I think they could go to San Francisco against this squad. And if they get one of those two offensive weapons back, that'll help. Uh, I I like the Packers to bounce back. Man, Mike Pettin better stop the run because I'm guaranteeing Shanahan's going to come out and run the ball. You better stop the run. That's your Achilles heel, Pettin. Come on, bro. Don't. Come on. Stop the run. Be an asset to your team and not a liability. Stop the run. I'm with you. All right, and here's the other one. So the Browns have a bye, and the Lions and Vikings is off the board because Matthew Stafford is on uh, coronavirus protocol, and he could play, I think, uh, TJ. He'd have to, you know, come back negative for, what, three tests or whatever before going into that game. So he'd have to test positive Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I believe he's going to take a private jet because he's not going to be able to fly with the team. And he'll get there late Saturday or uh, first thing Sunday morning. No practice, but he's been on that team forever. He'll play. You think he'll play? Right. Yeah, if he stays negative, he'll play for sure. Yeah. All right. TJ, it's time for some uh, over and under. Let's do that, all right? Yeah. Uh, I know you want to do, let's do the Ravens-Colts. The total is 46 and a half. Where are you on that game? Ravens-Colts over under 46 and a half. If you, the, the Colts have, uh, they've been up and down defensively, but they are a top five team. They let the Bengals hit them up for 30. The, the Ravens are always going to be good defensively. They're going to have a lot to prove. This game's going to go under. I like both defenses. I like both defense coming out uh, playing great defense. I, I can see the Ravens winning a 21-17 type of game, uh, 17-10 type of game, but I don't see it being high scoring. Um, so I, I'm going under. I'm going to go over on that. That seems so low, like 46. I mean, the Ravens can score 30 points by themselves, can't they? I know the Colts have a good defense, and I know both teams do. But I, I can't see this being 23-20 or anything like that. It could be 27-23, right? It could be 30 to it can be 30 to 14. I'll take that. <laughs> right? All right. Well, let's I'm gonna do the over in that game. So let's do that. Um Bears, Titans, the total is 46 and a half as well. Where do you see this game? Now, this game here, I can see this going over. The Titans, uh they they haven't been great defensively and that's an that's an understatement the, the amount of points they've given up this year um but they are playing the bears who can't seem to move the ball and who can't seem to score points i believe um nick Foles is averaging under 17 points a game um but you're facing the titans who this is going to be a run controlled game i believe but I, I just think i see a lot of points being scored um, that's what the Titans have done all year. They've given up a lot and they score a lot. And so I like this to go over. I'm with you. I mean, the last couple of weeks, I'm going on a trend. The trend is that their defense gives up points 
and they were in a hole and they, they managed to be able to come back because they have a good offense, but uh, it, it's been ugly the last couple of weeks. I don't see anybody pitching a shutout from the Titans. I think that they give up points. I'm going to go with the over. Steelers-Cowboys, total is 41 and a half. Where are you, over or under? Now that one is it's perplexing because it's such a low number, and they're thinking the Cowboys aren't going to score. <laughs> and I actually agree with them. I actually agree. I could see this game being like 27 to 3, 27 to 10 type of game. Um, 41 and a half. It's so enticing to go over. But they really believe the Cowboys are going to be poo-poo this game on offense. And I happen to agree with them. I'm going under. I'm going to go under too. I'm I'm banking on my 13 and a half to get my uh, chicken wings from you. So it'll be under, but enough to cover that, 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 uh, Pittsburgh will win by 10 or something like that. And it'll be, <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say it'll be like uh, 20, 24. To three. To, no, that's not enough. I need my 13 and a half. Yeah, or take 24 to 14. That's what you think? 24, yeah, 14? 24, the 14. Steelers that would better be, not that give would, up 14 points that would, to Cowboys. That would be under. Well, it could be, it, it could be like a special teams, somebody running back, Ben throws a pick six. I'm looking for something like that to get them their 14 <laughs> All points. Right. All right. And uh, last one, uh, the uh, Packers 49ers, 48 and a half. Wow. I want to go uh, under on that. 40, 48 and a half. I don't that, know where the I don't I don't know where 49ers get their points. It's because they believe in uh Kyle Shanahan. That that's why. They they believe that he's he's gonna find a way uh to make it happen. It, it's just a matter of can he? 48 and a half. They're not they they're they so battered. Green Bay, can Aaron Rodgers do it again? I, I, golly, I'm going under. I'm going under. Backup quarterback, talking San Francisco. Um, 49ers will try to play ball controlled, but it's not like their backup quarterback can't play like he hasn't been in a game, like he hasn't won games from him and Nick Mullen. So, I mean, he, he can get it done, but they're decimated. I mean, they literally have one receiver, that I think they feel comfortable with in Ayuk. And their third and fourth running back, maybe fourth and fifth running back when the season started. And so I don't see them scoring many points. I can see the Packers getting a lead and just trying to chew clock. I, I got to go under on that. I'm with you. 48 and a half seems a lot. Packers might get there, you know, 30 points or something. But I don't know where – I'm just not so sure that uh, the uh, – 49ers are going to get 18 or 20. You know what I mean? I'm just not positive. I, I would hope not it. if I'm the Packers. Yeah. Packers should win this something like 30 to 14, something like that, you know? They, sh they should. Right? Somewhere they, around they, there. So I'm, I'm going to agree with that. All right. So that's where we are. All right. Now get ready, TJ. We're ready for your lemon pepper parlay and you know how to do it my lemon pepper parlay lock of the week and y'all know how i do it i always try to pick 
the game of the week with the games that we have, and that's this week, the Ravens and Colts. Obviously, you know I'm going with the Ravens. That'll be the first game. And I'm actually going to go with what I perceive to be the second best game of the week. And if we go by records, it will be the Bears and the Titans. And obviously, I'm rolling with the Titans. So my lemon pepper lock parlay of the week is the Ravens giving up one and a half points against the Colts and the Titans giving up six and a half versus the Bears. Take it to the bank. Free money right there, guys. Free money. All right, here we go. My lemon pepper parlay of the week. And it does include the Dallas Cowboys. But first, I start with the Ravens minus one and a half against the Colts. I like that game a lot. Ravens bounce back. Lamar Jackson stops these people from talking bad about him. Plays well. Doesn't have more turnovers in a bakery. He gets it done against that defense. And then I'm doing the over-under in that Cowboys-Steelers game. I'm going to do the under, 41 and a half. Cowboys just got a, a quarterback off the street. Steelers, you know what? A little fraudulent. They got a lot of help from Baltimore in winning their game. They've beaten a lot of also rans. Not that impressively either. They haven't run over people. So I'm just going to say that game is under. So there you have it. A little Cowboys under action and a little Baltimore winning action on the road. Man, that that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. That that over under. I, I picked it so and I picked that's the Ravens. So yeah. So if either we gonna win or we gonna lose together, it's just different ways we're going about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it I think there's a chance. I just decided because I don't like the other games as far as the points. That's why I, ain't gonna I, lie, take I that. feel like dude, I feel like every week I'm gonna go undefeated and then I start watching the games and I'm like, how did that happen? <laughs> Right. What was I thinking? Right. Yes, exactly. So I feel good. I feel good about this. Do your clothes. There we go. Do it. So thank you guys for tuning in to the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast. We giving y'all free money. But again, if you knew better, you would do better. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. No doubt. Uh, There we go. Week nine. He is TJ Hushmanzada. I'm Rob Parker, man. Make sure you like, keep up with us, subscribe, share this with your friends, rate us, man. We just, TJ, we're halfway through the season, right? About halfway to point in week nine. I'm enjoying it, man. I appreciate all your insight, all the work you do on, on the podcast, man. Nobody knows more. I'm always impressed by your knowledge on all the players because you know as much as anybody. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Just learning from y'all. That's all I'm doing. Learning from guys that's been doing it forever. (laughs) All right. Peace.